Hey, hey, welcome to the Birth Boss Podcast. I am here live in Clearwater, Florida at the Birth Worker Retreat. And I'm actually with Courtney Shaddle, owner of Motherhood Collective, and Bryn Yozo, owner of New England Doula. They are my two biz buds for this retreat. Um, Bryn is my neighbor. I can throw something and it will land in her yard. Uh, Courtney is a little north of us in Maine. Um, But we all came down here together for a very similar reason. I think it's fairly obvious why one would attend a retreat, but we are really focusing the next couple of days on the power of recharging. We all have businesses that require a lot of our time and energy, and we're all just trying to figure out how to divide that time in a way that feels smart and also continues to allow us to grow our business, take care of our clients, make money, and not sacrifice self-care or, you know, time with our families. So I never do a good job of introducing anyone because I always miss something. Um, Courtney, tell us a little bit about yourself, kind of what you're doing now and why you're at a retreat with us. Hey, so I am both a postpartum and birth doula and a sleep consultant, but I have been shifting a lot more to not only my sleep consulting, but helping other doula business owners with their backend stuff and help them grow their businesses and just help fine tune things, make things a little bit easier for them. So coming down here is great. I'm getting to network with so many people that I can potentially help, even if it's just for one small project. Um, And I also get to kind of network for my sleep consulting and hopefully grow that within my own business. Um, I have a little girl who's three and she takes up a lot of my time. So being able to be so flexible and do things in the small pockets of time during the day has been amazing. And also being able to do it anywhere that we are has been so helpful uh, for not only me, but for my family. And I think that's so key too, because you want to be able to have things in your business that you're doing, you know, in person with your clients face-to-face because that's, I mean, it's fulfilling and I think it's the reason why we kind of Mm -hmm. all started these businesses. But, you know, as your business grows and you have, you know, different ideas and different things you want to do, it can't all be things that are in person, that you are away for a certain number of hours, that you're getting, you know, paid a certain amount of money. Um, It's always smart to do things virtually you know, that you don't have to do mm-hmm. during business hours. And I think business hours for a lot of us are, you know, the time we do work, you know, face-to-face with clients, but, you know, we're also not even necessarily taking care of our kids, but they're at school. So we have to drop off and we have to pick up and, you know, there's other things we have to do for ourselves during the day. So we don't always get that entire day to do work. Mm-hmm. So having other ways to have income coming in, you know, it is really smart. And I think it also helps kind of figure out what you're capable of. So we know that there's only, you know, 24 hours a day and, you know, we're not working all of those hours, but how else can we get revenue coming in all the time and consistently Mm -hmm. without being gone and without having, you know, those, those things on our calendar that we have to do. And especially in our industry, you know, yes, postpartum care is, 
you know, scheduled and, and we sort of know when we're leaving and when we're coming home, but birth is a wild card. So that could be four hours. It could be 40. I've been gone at a birth for four. Mm-hmm. I've been gone at a birth for 40. Yep. Um, so I think being aware of the need to divide that time in your business, um, I think mm-hmm. it's just the first step to getting it done. Bryn, tell us, I love the name. It's my daughter's name too. <laughs> um, tell us a little bit about uh, New England Doula and, you know, kind of what you're up to and why you're here. Yeah. Um, just playing off what you said about birth and postpartum, you know, this past year is the first year of my business and launching it and really, um, paying attention to moms and what they need, but I wanted to do postpartum and I wanted to do birth, but, um, some things came together at a time and, and a mom shared with me, you know, like I wanted you to be there and you weren't able to. And while she was happy that I was there for the other mom, she was really struggling. And so she said in her words, what I couldn't put into my own on, I can't do both and do it well. Right. You know, mm-hmm. so, um, I want to work with women that want to do the birth and are awesome at it. And my, my draw, my passion is postpartum. So, so that kind of just put it into perspective for me this year. Um, so why did I want to come here? I wanted to be with women that are looking to support each other, that are looking to, um, network with each other. Like I want to know who I can reach out to in different areas who I can feel confident saying, Hey, you live in North Boston or wherever. And this is the person you need to reach out to for X, Y, and Z. Um, I don't ever want to not have an answer Mm -hmm. for a client. Mm -hmm. Um, so, Mm -hmm. so that's one of the main things. And plus I never give to myself. Right. And this is and now you are. this is making me give to myself. But yes. I think, you know, we emphasize yeah. so much on like your village, like yeah. your, you know, mother village or like, you know, your postpartum village or, you know, whoever. But, you know, we forget that we, you know, as birth workers need mm-hmm. a village too. And yeah. there is a crazy high burnout rate mm-hmm. for doulas specifically, but anyone really in like the care industry. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, all the things we do are for others all day, every day, not including like our families. I'm talking about, you know, just clients. And I had a conversation with someone today, um, that I had just met and she's actually from the Boston area. And I was like, how do we not know this person? And, um, you know, she was just talking about how her business was new and she came from corporate and really thought this was going to be like, I'm finally away from, you know, corporate America and I'm doing my own thing. And she ended up, you know, she's working more hours and it's much more fulfilling. So it's very different. And her business is her own. And, you know, ultimately she can make her own schedule. But once you get yourself out there and you realize how many people need you, Mm -hmm. you can't, you almost cannot say no because you just you 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 you've been there you feel that and you know how unsupported they will be in other yep. places yeah. um you know she's a birth doula and she really focuses on birth center birth and home birth and birth centers are closing left and right i don't even think we have any left in our area we have something in you know new hampshire mm-hmm. but 
I think we only have two in Maine. Nothing in Massachusetts. And, um, you know, in Massachusetts, home birth is not covered by insurance. So anyway, she's spread entirely too thin and, you know, sacrificing time with her kids and and forget about self-care. So she's here because the only way she was able to really focus on herself is to literally book a plane ticket, Mm -hmm. mark off her calendar and be like, okay, I'm locked in. Um, and I, you know, we don't care for ourselves no. enough and, you know, we say this all the time and we all chuckle to ourselves because it's mm-hmm. like so, such a funny thing, but you know, you can't pour from an empty cup nope. and you're supposed to put your oxygen mask on first, but think about, you know, putting your oxygen mask on first when you see like a hundred other people like struggling to put theirs on. Like, it's not, it's not a natural thing to be like, okay, I'm, you know, me first so then I can help other people. And, you know, one of the things Um, you know, as a co-host of this retreat, one of the main things that, you know, we really wanted to focus on is intentional, you know, self-care, not just like on the fly. Okay. You know, I have a free pocket today. I'm going to try to do something for myself. Really getting things like this retreat, but also other things that, you know, fill your own cup on the calendar on a regular basis so you don't get to the point where you're at such a deficit and you almost mm-hmm. can't get out. Um, yeah, so, yeah. yeah. I want to book on my calendar. Yes. I'm going to go for a walk. I book lunch right. on my calendar yes. sometimes. I'm you not going to book joking. that time for yeah. yourself. Like, like make I that appointment. Walk. Yeah. I need time at the gym. Mm-hmm. What, whatever you're going to do, Put it in your calendar because you know that's the right. only way it's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right. You like, know? Right yeah. now, I don't take client calls on Wednesdays and Fridays. Um, I do a lot of like behind the scenes work. I, one of those days I, you know, I use as my CEO day to kind of do some planning and goal setting for my business. But they're also the days where I not only like make doctor's appointments, but I also make appointments like things for myself. Um, and there are definitely days where I will book out my whole calendar. I have nothing to do. I will not get out of my pajamas. Well, I have to take my kids to school, but I will get home and I will literally sit down with all of my pets and do absolutely nothing. And when I say nothing, I mean, I really am intermittently doing laundry and like, mm-hmm. you know, loading the dishwasher or whatever, but I'm just taking a day to like have nothing really planned. Um, and I will absolutely email back a client and, you know, but I have nothing structured. So it's a day where like, I don't have to do my hair. It's up in a messy bun. Like there is zero makeup on my face. I am not doing anything for social media. I'm not answering anything that is not like needs immediate assistance, which every day something in my business needs immediate assistance. Uh Um, either a doula or a client or, you know, when someone emails and they want to purchase something, one of my courses, there's no way I'm not, you know, getting back mm-hmm. to them. Um, but you do need to recharge. You will either run your batteries too low to where you're not working well, um, or you will just run out of battery. Yeah. And that is yeah. a very sad time. You have worked really hard to build a business, to care for clients, and you've spent so much of your energy caring for them. You didn't care for yourself. And now you're not caring for anyone. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, I've seen doulas burn out. I've seen them get sick and not, you know, be able to recover as fast because they're at such a deficit. They're so depleted. Um, so having this, you know, retreat every single year, 
to look forward to every January. And I will make sure that I put all the links in the show notes so you guys can register for 2025, which feels crazy that we're still here and we're already planning for next year. But that's how we have to do it. We have to say, okay, 12 months from now, I'm Mm -hmm. booking off this in my calendar because, you know, the cycle of our clients is like, what, 10 months? Mm -hmm. I mean, we have clients, mostly second time clients, who literally pee on a stick and they call us to book services. So we're booking 10 months out. So if we do it now, if we book our January 2025 now, if we will not take clients that are due in that time frame. Right. And one of the things that, you know, we had mentioned tonight, we gave like a little toast at the opening ceremony. It's amazing that, you know, people knew they needed this so much that they made sure they were off call. Like that's something to celebrate that you were able to be off call. Your business, you know, is doing well enough that you can afford to get yourself down to Florida, take the time off, you know, because you've set your business up and there's so many extremely wonderful, intelligent, like high caliber doulas down here. They have set themselves up. So It's not like, okay, I'm not working this week, so I'm missing a paycheck. They Mm -hmm. have other sources of income coming in from their business Mm -hmm. to cover them and like a a, a nest to, you know, take from that they've built for things exactly like this. Um, You know, we should always be setting aside money for things like taxes and and those things Mm -hmm. because we need to, but we should also have a bucket for continuing education for other things in our business that we need like Time to retreat, time to recharge, um, and just time to network with other people. I mean, when was the last time we all did something that was 100% face-to-face, in-person, without a virtual component? Now, Mm. most of my trainings, and, you know, I have a love-hate relationship with this, but are in-person and virtual. So we have people in the room, we have people on Zoom, everyone's kind of doing their thing together. Um, But it's not the same. It is not the same as being in a room with all people and you don't have to look at a screen for any reason, not your computer, not the Zoom screen, you know, whatever. You are are just forced to be face-to-face, talk to people, and just, just network. I mean, you... I love Zoom for what it is. It has helped my business tremendously. It was a necessity, you know, during the pandemic, but there is nothing like being in a room with like-minded people who are, you know, setting their intentions for the next year in a similar trajectory as you, and you all are here for the same reason, not to necessarily, you know, build your business. Now, obviously, we're going to talk about that, but to really make sure that you are building something that's sustainable. And, you know, I'm not talking about digital courses and passive income. I'm talking about focusing on caring for yourself. And, you know, you're your biggest asset in your business. And I think people, they don't realize this, but you're it. You're the CEO. You are the face. You are the personality. You are the brand. And, if you're your MVP, you should get treated like one. You should get rewarded like one. You should get paid like one. And if you ask, you know, 10, 10 doulas who run a business, you know, how much they pay themselves, they're, I don't pay myself. Mm-hmm. Would you ever work for a company or have you ever seen someone work for a company who overachieves, goes over and above, you know, has like the number one like sales record mm-hmm. and doesn't get paid for it. Like right. no, that no. would be insane, right? And and so here we are running these businesses 
we're the MVPs and we're not paying ourselves. Like, that's crazy. That is not sustainable. How long can you run a business and not have a fair wage, right. a market yeah. value attached to all the things you're doing? Mm-hmm. Um, it's crazy. It's it crazy. Yeah. But it is most people's answer is like, oh, I don't pay myself. Then what? What? Why are you running a business? Right. What, like, yep. does it make any sense to me? Um, I use, and this is a, a whole conversation for another time, but I use the profit first method in my business mm-hmm. and. The way it has you dividing and doing these percentages, you know, for your owner's distribution, for your profit, for your expenses, for your income, for taxes, it always puts a percentage of your sales in each bucket that's needed. One of them being, you know, profit, one of them being owner's distribution. Now, I fill profit, you know, and, and that's mine for whenever, and I can keep it full. I cannot take from it. It can be my, you know, holiday bonus, whatever. Um, but owner's distribution is what I make, is what I take for myself, what I put into my personal checking. Um, so regardless of what my sales are, there is always a percentage of that that does not go back into the business necessarily that goes into my checking account for mm-hmm. things like mortgage and groceries yep, yep. and the things that I need to pay. And there's always a part that gets reinvested and there's always you know money set aside for taxes because all of that is based on my sales. But I know that I can't overspend on expenses. I know what, you know, things I can buy based on what is left in however much, you know, how, whatever the percentage is for that. So it really gives me an accurate, you know, idea every single week of not only what the business is making, because I mean, you know, gross sales doesn't mean anything. When all the buckets are full, what is left for me, for owner's distribution. So Mm -hmm. it's a really smart way to organize the finances in your business. Um, And again, having systems like that allows you to not spend as much time on things like, you know, payroll and invoices Mm -hmm. and all the things we do. And it gives more time for yourself, for your family, for other things that light you up, fill your cup. And it is really a very empowering thing to end the week looking at your numbers. And again, I don't care about your gross sales. I care about all your buckets are full with the appropriate amount and there's something left for you. Mm -hmm. Now, obviously, I want your gross sales to be high because that means more owner's distribution for you, more profit, obviously more money in your tax bucket. But Mm -hmm. I don't know. Now it's tax time. So, you know, this is relevant, but you're always going to have to pay taxes. So mm-hmm. I feel like the more that my accountant, the, the bigger number she gives me just means that I kicked ass in my business this year yeah. and yep. I did a better job from last year. Yep. And I should pat myself on the back for sure. having to pay a lot of taxes, which mm-hmm. feels ridiculous, but you're going to have to pay them. Why do you dwell on it? You should spin it into something positive. You did a good job and now you have to pay yep. for, for it. Um, <laughs> Anyway, I digress here because I could talk a lot about all the aspects of business, but I can't wait. The The retreat barely started. We had a little opening, you know, um, ceremony thing tonight and some cocktails and some, you know, food and whatever. Um, but there's so much connection happening. Day Absolutely. one, the real day one hasn't even started. So we have tomorrow and Wednesday of like amazing speakers. We have such great activities. We are going to set our intentions tomorrow for the weekend. And then on Wednesday, we are going to set our intentions for the rest of the year. So while you're listening to this, you're hearing me say the word intentions a lot. 
Think about what your intentions are going to be for 2024 and how that is going to focus on recharging yourself. All right, you guys, continue to be bosses. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Say goodbye, ladies. Bye. Bye. Thank you.